Good morning, good morning. It is so good to be back. This is Jules, host and creator of Our Story, Our Voice. And it has been a minute. Um, I took a leave of absence. Um, don't get me wrong, I definitely miss um, doing the podcast. And I had a lot of moments where I just wanted to come back and record um, something. And I believe the last time I did an episode was back in early June. And on the last episode, I talked about how I might just come back in September. But um, I feel that the time that I took off was necessary and this is something that I wanted to um, to talk about today is really listening to your own self really listening to your body to your mental health and a lot of time we are told throughout society especially if you come from a home that is um, you know predominantly you know whatever ethnic ethnicity that you are and I just think that um, the topic of mental health is such a taboo I remember when I used to um, um, foster my um, nephew I got him like when he was around 13 or 14 and one of the hardest things that he had was to be able to express himself because at a very young age, we tell our, our um, boys that um, crying is for weak men. Um, crying is only for girls. Only girls cry. And I remember growing up, I would hear dads tell that to their boys. And I, um, I want to take a statement back that this is just among ethnicities i think that this is just an overall um thing that goes on why black mexican asian um showing emotion is considered a weakness and it it took a while because i i understood that my um nephew at the time my nephew um he's an emotional person and that's okay being emotional it's okay the the um, important part is if you're an emotional person and you feel things and um, how do you uh, how do you go about controlling those emotions? How do you go about making sure that every decision that you make is not emotion emotionally driven, right? And you may say, well, how else will you make a decision if it's not emotionally driven? You have to have a connection between your emotions and your mind, believe it or not, because your mind is what's going to lead you and um, your emotions play a part in it. Um, but if these two things um, connect and they understand each other, then your decisions will be um, hopefully a the the right decision. And so... The reason why I bring mental health is because, you know, with 
the pandemic that we are currently still on has really put a lot of people in this um in this weird space that you are learning about yourself you are learning about yourself because you are starting to feel emotions and because you're not used to showing emotions it it's all just pouring out um being strong is absolute it's absolutely important you know we have to find a balance between um how we're going to react to things and um the reason why i had decided to take some time off was because some things had happened in may with me and i learned that um i learned that when you um when you don't connect with your mind and your and your feelings and you make a rash decision on something because one because of need and second because you're like scared um those two things are never um it, it's n never good to lead with fear and i know that i'm talking in codes and I don't expect you guys to break the code that I am trying to, to say. So I'm just going to say it. Um, and at the end of May, I was laid off. And that really, um, it, didn't, it didn't take me by surprise. I was actually surprised that they had laid me off versus um, firing me. And... Um, the, the word fire is like, really, um, you know, it, I, I felt that my supervisor who um, decided to go ahead and just kind of like let me go because just things weren't working out. I, I was hired to work with um, veterans and I am definitely a more um, um, hands-on with people versus trying to help them get loans and, and do all that paperwork like I I know how to do it but it's not something that I want to do and so I know I'm going around and I'm scrambling um, on the reason why I decided to take some time off was because the job was starting to affect my my mental health and I was um, getting um anxieties more often than usual and for those who have ever experienced anxiety it is something that i do not wish on anyone and we all have experienced anxiety at some point but um when i was i want to say like a few years back i i was i had experienced anxiety quite a few times more than um, what I wanted to and my body was going through that same um, stress and I recognized it and I was just kind of like I can't just quit because I want to you know I I solely depend on myself I don't depend on anybody else and so I'm just gonna tough it out and I will start job searching for another job. So while I was working at this veterans position, um, homes for families, 
I um, started to job search and I started to apply, but um, you know, they beat me to the punch and they decided to let me go, which was a blessing in disguise. But I was hoping financially that I would be able to, to transition out and it just didn't work out that way. And that's okay because um, I didn't realize um, the, um, the state of mind where I was at. And I, I just wasn't communicating with anyone. I, um, I didn't want to do um, the podcast because I have recorded, I, I want to say like one or two episodes where I sounded really mean and just really upset. And yeah, I mean, the recording was raw and um, I was keeping it real, but it's something that I don't ever want to experience again i'm not saying that i'm not gonna show emotion here and i'm not gonna show anger i will you know and so i mean i I just felt that um you know i i was embarrassed and i didn't feel that i could do the podcast just yet because i wanted to clear um, my mind and just really take care of myself, which is the first time that I have ever chosen myself. When you choose to take, to take care of you, you can never go wrong in choosing yourself. And, but when you are choosing yourself and you are in that phase, like, okay, I, I'm choosing to, um, in this example, I'm going to use the podcast. If I'm choosing to not do the podcast, then what will I be doing during this time when I'm not recording an episode or if I'm not sharing a story, if I'm not sharing an experience, what am I doing then? And so that's where the real challenge came in because even though I work in the mental health field and working with people, I know how to help others. The, the, the job is to, how do you help, how do you help yourself? Right. And so that's kind of like where I was at. How do I help myself, um, to fix this thing that I'm going through? And I was feeling um, depressed. I was, I just was, you know, still having anxiety attacks. And I, I couldn't understand why because I wasn't working there anymore. And I think that what really, what was really bothering me during that time is that I was embarrassed that I wasn't able to transition out into another job like how I had done in the past and I realized that um, the pandemic has changed everything 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 you know um, it people are much more or less um, patient and they're much more under pressure and I know that when they let me go that was a decision based on just being upset or being annoyed or someone having a bad day. I know that because um, even though I was still learning the job, you know, after only being there for three or four months, um, I know that 
the decision on their end was because they were under they were under pressure on their own part so it wasn't it wasn't it was not a personal attack to me and i believe that was um what i needed to learn how to navigate right because we are human beings and we are emotional beings that we have to learn how to control and if you're not taught how to do that, right? Then when you become at a certain age and your emotions are pouring out, how do you handle that, right? And I didn't wanna lash out. I didn't want to have an angry podcast. I didn't want to, I, I didn't wanna be depressed anymore. And I chose to take some time and I missed I missed being here talking to you guys and being able to to talk to my ten fans that I have right and um, my mom she had asked me you know how's your how's your radio show going and I um, I was just like oh it's going good and any time that I would feel sad or depressed or anxiety. I would tend to lie all the time, you know, biggest, uh, you know, that's where I really shine when it comes to like, um, to lying. And my mom just looked at me and she's like, okay, because you haven't really talked about it. And so, um, she came and she stayed with me for a couple of days because I also got sick too during that time. It, my body was really going through a lot during that time. And she came and she stayed with me for about a week because I wasn't feeling good. And my mom, you know, she's like, okay, well, you know, I've been here and I haven't really heard you do anything or say anything and you're always sleeping and are you okay? And I, I told her that, you know, um, I was laid off in May, as you know, but mom, they really, <laughs> I really got fired and it just, I was hoping to, to transition out and not have to go back to my savings or dive into my savings. And I'm just really embarrassed. You know, here I am at this age at 44 and I'm going through this and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just tired, you know, of just, you know, feeling this way and this job has really has really um it has messed with me mentally mindfully and it has also really made a dent emotionally and i'm trying to shake it back to where i could go back to where i am but i don't think i'm able to go back i think i just need to go forward and you know my beautiful mom as always super knowledgeable she has something for everybody like literally you know she just amazes me all the time and she 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 said to me it's because god has a bigger plan for you and i told her i said well you know how long is this plan because I I don't want to feel like this anymore. I just don't want to feel sad. 
I don't want to feel, you know, um, emotionally, I don't want to feel like I have failed. And my mom said, well, <laughs> my mom, well, you have failed. And I was like, mom, you know, and she goes, but it's, you know, this is part of your journey. Something much more amazing is is waiting for you. Everything that you have gone through has been to prepare you for the great prize that you're about to get. And if you need the time to know how to, know how to balance that out, figure out how to balance the mind and the feelings so that way you are prepared for what is really waiting for you. There's something important waiting for you. But you're not okay right now. And take the time and, and analyze those feelings and the thoughts and organize those thoughts because you know how to do this. And then this is where she got me. My mom's amazing. That's why she's a mom, right? She told me, if you came up, if you were your own client, someone that walked in that was just like you, that has just gone through what you have gone through, and you are to guide them and consult them and mentor them, what is the advice and the guidance and the support that you will give that person? So if you are walking in, right? And you help many people throughout years and years and years. And you give the best advice and the best guidance. What advice and guidance would you give yourself? And she said, and I don't want to hear, I don't know, mom. Because I know that you're going through something. Sit down and, and really think about that. And that just blew my mind. And I was like, if I had a client that walked in... That, that was me what would I tell that person he or she and I started to think and I my mom got me out of the stage of feeling depressed and feeling sad and I remember I got up the next morning and I restarted my routine and I Calm, I decided to meditate and to calm the mind down and the, and the emotion, um, control the emotion or balance those feelings. And I took out a piece of paper and I wrote down um, the guidance. I, I mapped out that conversation that I will have with myself if I was my own client. And let me tell you, that was the best conversation that I had with myself. <laughs> you know, it's like, I laugh because I was able to, I was able to get m myself out, out of the dark space that I was in. And I understand that, um, you know, not everyone could do that. And it's not because I'm like this amazing, awesome, great, no. 
I understand that sometimes others may need may need something more than just that, right? But this happened to work for me. And I was able to snap out of myself, out of being, feeling depressed. And I started writing down things. I, I wanted to write down my intentions and the things that I really truly want and things that I'm willing to sacrifice and things that I'm not willing to sacrifice or negotiate. I will not do that. I will not put myself through an emotional barrier ever again. And during that process, you know, I wasn't even able to celebrate to the fact that I was accepted to a doctorate program. I got accepted to um, Laverne Universe, University and going back for my doctorate was an ultimate goal when I was like in high school. You know, no, when I was like at, at Mount Sac, because when I got to college, that was the first time that I had experienced or encountered people who had doctorate. I didn't know what that was. And when I learned what it was, I always said, well, that's what I want to do. But maybe I'm not smart enough. And around the time, around May, I had applied for the, well, in April, I applied for the program in for Lovers University and at the end of me getting laid off, I also got the news that I had been accepted. I hadn't read the letter yet and I read it once I was able to get myself out of the funk and I was pretty proud of myself and I felt that I was, you know, my mom's advice really helped and I will, you know, moving forward, I will do the best that I can to find that balance because finding that balance between yourself and your emotions, it's so important. And especially if you have a family out there, you know, this is not just, you know, you guys could say, oh, well, you know, it's easy to do that because you're, you're single. You don't have children. You're not married. Even a bigger, even a bigger reason for, for all of you who are out there to find the balance, right? It's important to find that balance because if you are okay emotionally and, and mentally or, or just being able to find that balance, you are modeling for your children on what you should do when it comes to, you know, a difficult situation. At the end of the day, we are human beings and we're going to make mistakes. Do I do mistakes all the time? I am completely imperfect. But being able to write down everything that I wanted and to go back and to really see everything good in my life and being able to finally open that email and read the acceptance letter. I was like, this is, I'm a badass bitch, you know, and I, I was just like, I'm accomplishing the things that I want and I will get the job that I want and I will not, I will not negotiate my happiness again. And the fact that I have made that statement that I will not negotiate happiness again, it's, 
it is a universal contract that I am making for myself. And that is exactly what I intend to do. And so to summarize what has been going on this summer, because I mean, we're still in August, but we're becoming, we're getting really close to the fall, which I love. And, um, you know, I was laid off slash fired, not ashamed of it, had a mini mental breakdown. Third, I was struggling with um, depression. Fourth, I felt ill. I, I was feeling sick. Fifth, I got accepted to Laverne University in their doctorate program for the educational organizational leadership program. Very excited. And um, six, if I if I'm counting incorrectly, who cares? Six, I was able to get myself out of my own funk that I was feeling. And seventh, I I was offered two amazing jobs that I had to figure out which one I wanted. And I took the one that aligned with my goals and my vision and it did not compromise my my integrity. It did not compromise my vision or my needs. And it wasn't gonna compromise with my happiness and my mental health. And I was just hired to um, create and develop a mentorship program to help staff development and also um, to to create a mentorship program at um, Westside Infant Family Network Organization, or we're better known as WIN. So I'm very excited. I've only been there for two weeks. It's very challenging, but it's it's that good challenge. And and um, I don't know if I'm in the eighth or ninth <laughs> um, section of this conversation, but um, another awesome goal is that a group of my, um, a, a very good friend of mine who I've known since high school, but I met her in the seventh grade, Miss Natasha Harris. Her and I decided a year ago around the pandemic. Um, Let's have a conversation of what what would our nonprofit look like and how would that who will we help and should we even start one, right? Because we're both so busy. Um, I am happy and proud to say that um, my friend and I um, collaborated this entire year going, it's been a year now we have collaborated to start our own nonprofit and I am super excited and just really happy there's um we have put together a board and we have a, a an amazing board who aligns with the mission of of our nonprofit and we are close to the final stages of finalizing and getting our nonprofit um you know to become an official nonprofit and the name of our nonprofit 
is the three agents of change and we want to um, help um, the age group of um, 12 and 14 so anyone that any young kid who's in junior high um, age bracket um, we are hope to provide amazing workshops life skills and we want to be able to provide them the tools to survive their environment because sometimes you know someone who survived her environment it was really because of my um, mentors that I had in high school that really helped me um, that planted seeds of success in my head and when I came through some difficult moments in my household um, I would tap into those moments into that positive reinforcement that my coach would would provide um Dave Frickle I I owe him everything and and my friend Natasha and I we we both had the same type of upbringing and we both did the same sport and we both experienced this amazing this amazing coach and we had other other amazing mentors you know throughout our lives and we said you know what why don't we do that why don't we be the agents of change to these kids and let's give them let's plant seeds of self-expression seeds of self-love and let's provide them with some some of these life skill tools that we didn't understand that that this is what our mentors were doing to us in high school and so our mission um our mission for the three agents of change is um, the three agents, the three agents of change provides a platform to honor and empower youths ages 12 and 14 years old from different community backgrounds and perspectives to enhance, inspire lifelong learning, develop their knowledge and strengthening their skills to hear each youth's voice. So we want to provide a platform to where we could have genuine conversation and real life training for these kiddos because as we all know when we were in junior high we are not we are not heard and we are not seen and so many things happen so so many things happen to kids of that age and much younger too unfortunately sorry the universe is talking right now <laughs> There's always these airplanes flying around. And so these are one of the projects that um, I am so proud of. And this was, and the reason why I you know, didn't mean to go into the whole topic of, of my nonprofit, it's only because I needed to have a reminder of how much good there is in my life. And, um, I heard that when you wake up and you're like, ugh, I, I hate where I live. Instead of thinking that we should say, thank God that I have a place to stay. Or, oh my God, I hate laundry. Instead of, instead of making that negative statement, we could say, I'm very blessed to have so much clothes that I have to wash it, <laughs> right? Or, oh my God, I hate putting gas in my car what we could say is like i'm very blessed to have a car where i could put gas in my car and so it's changing the language and the narrative that you are having with yourself in your head and um yeah so 
I'm happy to be back and I have a great show ahead of us and um, I hope to have so many things, new people come on, you know, more guest speakers, um, lots more stories, um, share and give you guys updates on what's going on in my life. And with my um, me going back to school and just a lot of things that are good things that are happening. I'm busy, but it's good busy. And um, I will continue to talk about mental health because it is an epidemic within this country and just all over the world. And I think that um, mental health is trying to pour out of us. And I hope to be someone that could help you find a balance. I'm not a therapist, um, but I could definitely share experiences and stories that will inspire you all. So you all have a great, great Sunday. It is August 8th, 2021, a Sunday morning, and you have an amazing day. Bye.